Welcome to this new episode of The Disabled Life. The purpose of this podcast is to tell people how I live my life. The name I'm using on the podcast now is The Disabled Guy. Because I felt that you needed to hear something as opposed to just my voice there. I'm a disabled man living in Florida with cerebral palsy. I'm here to tell you how I live my life and some of the volunteer work that I do and how I manage to do it with cerebral palsy. Without further ado, let's go into the episode. What I'm going to talk to you about today is something different. I'm going to talk to you about some sur- a sur- one particular surgery uh, when I was a child that I remember. Um, those of you that have followed me knew and heard that I had a hip surgery and I was in a body cast for weeks and um, and then I was at home and and I had a music issue where I, where I tried to try to request a song and things happened and they didn't do it because they told me I had to go to school but now let me go back when this started okay when I was gonna have the surgery my mom was the one who used to take me to the hospital because my dad was working full time and he didn't have the time to take off to take me to the doctors, which is okay, which is good and okay. So we went to the doctor. He had said that I needed to schedule a surgery, that we, that we needed to schedule a surgery for me. And it was a hip surgery. So uh, we were talking about certain things, about surgery and, and certain things and all and the stuff that was age appropriate for me to hear um but here comes the here comes the ironic part that i forgot and i'm going to tell you about this right now so when so came a point when um that my mom told me to go to go outside and wait for her so uh, she stayed with the orthopedist the guy that was doing the, the orthopedist that was doing the surgery, my specialist. So, okay, so I went outside, I'm like, why are they doing that? But I'm like, okay, fine. Maybe it's something they don't want me to hear about. So, uh, I found out later what the, what the situation was. There was a risk factor of, because of some of the surgery issues that I may, I could have lost my bladder. They didn't want me to know about that when I was a child. But I saw, I didn't know this at the time, but when I did the, when they did the surgery, I kind of woke up from surgery. I remember I was being, I think I was being walked. I was put, I was put on a stretcher. I was put on a stretcher and I was, and I was put in the hallway or going to the room or something. I don't know where I was going. Must have been going to the room. And I said to, and I said to my mom, I need to use the bathroom. I need, to, I need to use the bathroom. So I'm sorry if it's TMI, but um, and she had um, and she smiled. I'm like, hmm, why? That made no sense to me. Why would somebody smile when you say you're going to the bathroom? But the thing was, it was that it was that they were t- she was they thought that that was a risk of surgery that I I could lose my sensation or what have you. So the funny thing is, is that I had forgotten about this thing, and you know I've had a couple of sur- I've had a couple of times when 
when I had to deal with that. And only that once that I remember, only once when I was a child. Um, secondly, when I was an adult, I didn't have the surgery at that point, and I haven't had it, and I don't need to have it. So I was, you know, just thinking, I was just, you know, and I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, okay, so my, the moral of the story here today is, is that sometimes parents don't tell, don't tell kids everything, don't tell kids everything about surgeries because it might scare them. But, you know, I say, um, I understand that, you know, but learn, learn as much about the surgery, be as informed as possible. Um, there are some YouTubers that are, um, um, this is what I'm going to say. There are some YouTubers. Um, it's called, the YouTube channel is called The Miller Fam. Shout out to The Miller Fam. Uh, they have two children. That are, uh, two adopted children. I'm sorry, two adopted children that are that are um, that have special needs. One is worse than the other one. Now, one has a brain a brain disorder called Moya Moya. I don't mind talking about this because they say they say this, and they have a, a girl that that they adopted at 12 years old. That they um, that. She has some stuff in her mouth. She has a cleft lip issue and some other issues. She's completely and she's completely in involved in her surgery process. And this was it was 17 when they did it. Now she's 18, but she was completely involved. I was not because I was a child and you know they didn't want to scare me. I can understand that. That's something that's normal for them. That's normal. That's normal. That is something they have to do. So I'm gonna say this: a shout out, a shout out to the Miller fam, and they also have a YouTube called, I think it's Hey Beautiful People. I should have checked, but I don't. I did should have checked, but I did not. So anyway, uh, anyway, this is a podcast that I need felt that I needed to do for you because, um, for you to understand. A little bit of background on surgeries and risks, and you know, I was never afraid. I was never afraid of the uh, risks of surgery because I wasn't too. I wasn't too in tune with them. I knew I needed it. Um, going to the hospital was a nerve-wracking day for me, and you know, it always is. I remember one day I got sick in the. Got sick in the back. Got sick after I ate in the cafeteria. So that was not good, um, but anyway. And also, I know to this day that I, when I was having a, I was having a procedure, and I was uh, getting uh, general anesthesia for that procedure. I'm not going to mention what the procedure is or what, what for, but I was getting general anesthesia. So I, hmm, so I went ahead and I was, I was. I um, I was dry heaving because I was just nervous. I was sick to my stomach because of nerves. And um, so what they did, what they had to do is they had to give me a um, through the, uh, through the same IV. They had to give me um, some anti-nausea meds because they didn't want me to um, they didn't want me to pump puke during surgery. That was a thing. Okay. So um, so what so what happened then? 
is they put me to sleep. They put me to sleep, they did the procedure. And, um, and so they did that. And I woke up like 20 minutes, I think it was a short procedure. Short procedure, it took like 20 minutes. It took longer to take me up there and to have me prep than the procedure itself. So, um, so what they did, so then I came down and I'm like, this is it. Oh God, yeah. One time, um, I'm not, there was an incident um, when I was a child also that uh, I had a situation where where I was uh, dropped and the uh, therapist fell with me. So I don't know. I got I got um I got a phobia from being on my back during a procedure. One time they wanted me to go over to the um, they wanted me to go over to the bed to a, um, like a like a surgery table. So I told them, look. I explained to them what happened, and they said to me, okay, no, let me go back. First, no, the, the first time they did a procedure, right in the um, right in the stretcher, they told me to go on my side and I fell to sleep. Uh, but the second time they did this procedure, um, they, they wanted me to go over to the bed, to the sur- surgery table, sorry, not the bed. So I told them, you know, I told them what the story was. As I, I told him I had a phobia. As a kid, I didn't understand, and I didn't know I could advocate for myself. I would freak out because of that. It was simple. If I would have been able, if I would have known, I would have advocated for myself. But uh, at that point, they didn't listen. But as an adult, they they have to listen because if they don't listen, then you know things can happen. But anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Always advocate. Always advocate. When you don't like something, talk, um, talk to your surgeons, talk to your doctors, so that they can fix it. Uh, they can make it as comfortable as possible. They may not be able to fix whatever is going on, but please advocate for yourself because nobody will in that room. You have to advocate for yourself um, because you will always have to be an advocate for yourself. You cannot. That no, but let them. You have to let them talk, and but you still have to learn. You have to advocate. Do your you do your own advocacy. You're the only one who's gonna have to deal with the problem. If a if a problem occurs, you're the one who has to deal with it. If it's something under your control. What I mean by a problem is somebody doing something that uh, something that annoys you or hurts you. Uh, because you didn't advocate that that's not good so I'll say advocate 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 because that's important very important and um, I'll say again and I'll say phobias are nothing to be ashamed of we, we have them and we know how to deal with them what is funny about us um, is phobia it doesn't affect me when I lay down on my bed I lay down on my back I lay down on my back on my bed all the time, no problem. No problem whatsoever. But yes, if a bed is too big, yes, sometimes it bothers me. And I understand it and I respect it. And I know how to deal with it. When that happens, I lay on my side, on my stomach, but I'm a normal bed, no, 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 it's fine. I have no problem with that. Man, because I don't know what happened, but there was a phobia, I know what happened. And I know it's a phobia because you can't get over it. A phobia is horrible. 
to get over and um, the reason I was decided to do this uh, story these two things so you would know to advocate for yourself and um, and uh, you know I talked about the surgery so you would know how parents handle surgery it's something that and it's something hard because when you're a kid you need surgery but surgery can be a scary situation in closing let me say thank you for listening to this episode of the disabled life you can follow me at the, on the following platforms you can follow me at good pods you can leave comments messages there you can also follow me at on Twitter at the disabled guy and you can also listen to me on Apple podcast Google podcast Spotify and many others once again thank you for listening and uh, and I'll